it's like literally Classic. Jack I told you to put the bins out oh I forgot oh by the way did you know that Shane Wo Woden won the Brownlow medal in 2000 dude <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> it's funny how we were, talk- we were talking last week about um, the Dacos Brownlow the Brownlow odds yep. when we went over them yeah and that are yep. we rolling yeah sweet I reckon he'll win the next five Brownlows Nick Dacos uh, I mean the sun shines out of his asshole and I yeah I mean, everyone should quit footy because no one will ever be as good as Nick Dacos. I literally heard David King say that he needs to be the most managed player oh, in the competition to Mate, the end of the year. I commented on the article. Right. I'm like, dude, he's 20. Like, I was like, who goes, rests a fit 20-year-old? No one runs as many Ks as him. He goes, there's only five guys who run that far in 77% game time. And he was like, so-and-so. Oh, so he's brought it down to the amount of game time. Yes, the okay. percentage of yeah. game time, right? And he goes, so and so. Jordan Dawson was one of them. He goes, but he's 26, veteran body. And then he was like, so <laughs> he's like someone else and someone else. And then he goes, and Nick Martin, but he's he's 22. There's a big difference between 20 and 22. Oh uh, my God, dude. Like, dude, they've both been in the system. Dude, for is there two that years. much difference between 26? I mean, Jordan <laughs> Dawson's got eight good years in him, I would have thought. I was just laughing. Yeah. And how he's like, yeah. he's trying to make it sound. Like the most amazing statistic that he can run that far in yeah. that percentage of game yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, when you have a license to just chase the footy wherever it goes, mm. but at times you're like off the back of the pack as well. Yeah. I don't, this is not, this is not the same as like, um, actually to be fair. It's I definitely should. one of his more physical games yesterday. I'll give him that. Yeah. There was yeah. Th- proper midfield performance. That is his best game of the year for me. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. And Jordan Dawson, I, I'd imagine he'd nearly get the three votes. Deserves the three votes. Yes. Yeah. Nick Dacos gets the three votes. It's yeah, it's criminal. We said that last week. Which what did I say? Round eleven. Yeah. If he gets the three votes because he had forty-one touches, you can just go home because the Brownlow's over. Done. If he gets three votes in that game, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, just lock it away. Yeah. Because it's not going to the best player then. Mm. It's just going to the numbers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that said, he deserves two Brownlow votes. Mm. But he does not deserve the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. In a game. Oh, oh, and, and, you know, I started they off. It, if they win it by five goals, he gets the three votes. Yeah. They won't by two points. Yeah. I started off with a joke and and, and I'll, I'll sit here. Obviously, he's an incredible player. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But it's just yeah, the weekly. Like, we don't need a reminder every single time David King opens his mouth how talented he is. We just don't. Yeah. He's yeah. president of the fan club at the moment. Isn't oh, yeah. He? Yeah. So you didn't watch the game. I watched up until... Like 15 minutes left. Right. Yeah. Which so you, I'm spewing about because the I missed the best part. So, you, you, yeah, the vice president of the fan club, Nathan yep. Buckley. Yep. My God, man, that's some of the most biased commentary I've ever heard in my entire <laughs> life. There needs to be a disclaimer if they're going to do that again. Yeah. They, he should not be allowed to do it. Mm. It was just... And that everyone in the box jumped on. Yep. Like, you were just... Um, I mean, he was only their coach two years ago. Yeah. You were watching some highlights just before. Yeah. And we see Jordan Dawson get clothesline in the face. Yeah. At yep. the end of the game, and you hear Huddo say, toppled over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they all bought into the Collingwood factor. Oh, that took me right back to Judgment Day 2004, JBL versus Undertaker. Um, there was more <laughs> contact there than in that in that historical f- bout. Um, historical yeah. bout. Oh, fuck me, your poor child. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the commentary box was just, yeah, it was a Collingwood wank fest, which was really... Um, Disappointing because Adelaide were 
I mean, they were by far the better team in the first quarter. They just failed to capitalize. Yeah. And it cost them because the Collingwood run came late. Yeah. Or came in the second. And it'll always come. Hats off. Credit credit to Collingwood. They'll, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah. always play the 120 minutes. Yeah, they're a great team. They are. They are a great team. So they're, they're going to create a run at some point in the game. They did <laughs> it in the second. Yeah. And then Adelaide punished them in the third by doing exactly what they did in the first. Yeah. But this time when they were peppering the goals, they were converting. Yeah. And uh, yeah. And then the Jordan Dawson decision at the end, the Rankin decision on the goal line. We'll just get it all out of the way now. The um, I don't know precisely what the free kick count was in the last quarter, but yeah, if you're not a Collingwood supporter and you watch that game, it's hard not to think that mm. there might be a slight conspiracy to make sure Collingwood fucking are an up and about team this year. Yeah. Because that was a disgrace how that was umpired. Yep, and I've seen them all argue the fact that the last time they played the Crom, the Ash Johnson non-call, you know, they've... they've totally agree. Totally agree. Yep. yep. The Fogarty-Murphy collision. Yep. Yeah, that was that was nasty, actually. But, mm. yeah, I've seen... And, and they raise a fair point. But that was then, and this is now. Yeah. And what happened yesterday was not good enough. It was shocking, yeah. to be honest. Um, yeah, Adelaide... I mean, I was on a post, it was maybe 20 minutes post game. Mm. I was flicking through Instagram, see a post. And I thought, I'll just, I'll just check my bias against some of the comments and see where they're at. It was so difficult to find a comment that didn't say Adelaide just got robbed. Yeah. It is clearly. Right in front of me. (laughs) Robbed. (laughs) There's plenty of Collingwood supporters. Collingwood supporters are so insular in the way that they think about football. Yeah. Yeah. That it's it's really hard to sort of explain to them that mm. they're wrong. Yeah. Um but yeah, there's not a single neutral footy fan that thought that was a fair outcome yesterday yeah. if yeah. you watch the whole game. Yeah. But credit to them. Yes. Um yeah, they got the four points in the end, so yeah. They, they get the last get the laugh. Four points. That's it. The um Tex Walker's second half, dude. Oh. Yeah, he, he I mean he's top 2 in the Coleman or is he head? No, nah, he's one, leading the Coleman now. He went now. one goal ahead or something yeah. like that? Yeah. Can he win it from here? It's difficult because he's so much older Yeah, to see him doing it all the way to the end. But well, it looks such... like Jeremy Cameron might miss a little bit of footy too. So Maybe, but I saw him mm. post a video like literally the next day. Yeah, on the farm. <laughs> it's like, he's awesome, man. dude. He's awesome. <laughs> he's entertaining. I'll give he him is. that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But Just a simple man. Tex Walker's um, kicking action. At goal mm. is superb. Yeah. And My I, balls tingle. Oh, yeah. The way He's, he struck a few of them in that third quarter and he was, I was like, they leave the boot, mm. you know, it's 40 meters out. After the first 10 meters, you're like, oh, it's going in. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost never in doubt. It's yeah. so, like he missed one early, which was a real shame. Yeah. But yeah, in the third it's, quarter, it was such it's a beautiful strike. So pure. Mm. Yeah. Jonathan Brown was like that. Real pure kick of the footy, lining up for goal. Um, but I'd argue Tex, Tex is better in front. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I'll if take I, Tex. if I, yeah, if I had a bloke kicking for my life, Tex would be right up there. Yep. Yeah. Do you know who would be nearly up there? Who's really impressed me with? Like, I was watching it with the old man, and he goes, "Oh, he just, he just doesn't miss from here. Like, he's just Mason Cox set shot is so simple." It's actually really impressive yeah. for a guy that picked up the game not even 10 years ago. Oh, uh, that was a – yeah, not to shit on him. It's not his fault. That was no. another really average decision yesterday. Oh, yeah. They yeah, paid yeah. a holding and yeah. he got a set shot on goal inside 50. Yeah. And when they go to show the replay, 
the commentators didn't even know which defender it was on. Yeah. yeah. But they didn't say like, oh, Jesus, who's that even? They were like, yeah. um, oh, both defenders there. It's tough to tell who that was. Like, you know, <laughs> they were trying to be nice about yeah, it too. And yeah. I was like, there's no free kick there. That's yeah. your answer. It was really strange. Then Ben Keyes made sure he got chlorine in his eyes, pulled his goggles off. <laughs> <laughs> um, I that do, was cheeky. I do like, I don't, I don't actually know if he did that on purpose. I think no. he was grabbing at his like. But if he did, he fucking nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> like flipped them off beautifully, if that's what he meant to yeah, do. Yeah, it was very cheeky. I don't mind that shit. No, I thought it was good. Nah. Yeah. 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 Um, I hope there's no fines or anything out of that. Like everyone was kind of standing oh, he up. Was, and... He was cited apparently for doing that. Yeah. Ben Keys. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah. Oh, that my. Maybe he might get a fine for ripping his goggles off. Oh, please. Yeah. He should be getting a fine for shitting his pants. You said, said that before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was some suspect footage of a brown stain on his white crumb shorts. So. Well, there you go. Yeah. Running running so quick that he shit himself. Um, One percenter. <laughs> no surprise. Yeah. Nick Dacos and Jordan Dawson split the coaches' votes. Yeah. Yeah. So they got nine apiece. Very nice. Um, fair enough. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder which way. The coaches went. Yeah, big yeah. fucking surprise. But here's the integrity. They yeah. both gave Josh Dacos three votes. Yeah. And both gave Taylor Walker two votes. Nice. So yeah. there is some integrity there. Yeah. But um, oh, two very respectful men in the game. Yeah. F- McCray and Nick's. Fly is yeah. just uh, like the rest of the machine trying to make sure that Nick Dacos is the best player in the comp by the yeah. end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. He was never going to give, um, never going to give the full five votes to Jordan Dawson. Yeah. Is what it is. The, I was looking at this um, at the end of the round, the player ratings. Yeah. So the the highest rated players. For the round. For the round. Yeah. Which uh, which Sydney player didn't make the cup? I was going to say, man. <laughs> oh, my God. It's fucking crazy. So they've got the top. They've got four of the top five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they've got eight in total out of the top 20. I mean. Unbelievable. Absolute demolition. Yeah. Uh, for what it's worth, Nick Dacos was ranked 20th. Out of all players, wow! In round fifteen, so um, Tex was ranked higher than him. So was Pendles, as a matter of fact, and then obviously Dawson was was too. Pretty good game from Sarong. Yeah, um, he was right up there. And Brad Close, what a fucking day! But that Sydney, it's so hard to know what that game means about Sydney. Mm. Like it was clearly a, just an open training session. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, it was a four quarter performance, whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know what that actually means about who they are as a football well, team. Nick Blakey nearly kicked <clears throat> goal of the year. Running goal. Holy Michael Long shit. style down the hole. Oh, beautiful. Oh, the lizard. Yeah. Yeah. Would have been real nice. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm dumbfounded still. I, I just couldn't believe my eyes when I saw that final score. You know, I lost a multi in that game because Tom Papley only kicked one goal. So did I. How does a player of that caliber not kick two? They had like eight or nine multiple goal scorers. Yeah. Yeah. And he had like one goal two. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, dude. Isaac Heaney, five, four. Could have had nine. Yeah. Isaac Heaney. Mm. Yeah. Good good for some of those guys because they they'd had rough seasons. I mean Confidence, yeah. Rough compared to what their highest output seasons have been. And yeah. Papley and Heaney are in that bracket. Yeah. So good for Heaney, but Starting to get a little concerned with Tom Papley. Like, mm. he is a game changer, but he used to have the consistency. Yeah. If it wasn't every week, it was every second. Yeah. He was yeah. building that 
consistency that we expect out of like like Toby Green is automatic every week. Yeah. But Tom Papley has gone from like maybe nipping at the heels of being that caliber yeah. to being once a month. Yeah. This year. Yeah. So Cody Waitman. Yeah, yeah, there goes a few of them. But that said, Charlie Cameron's dropped off a tiny bit as well. He has? Yeah. What the hell? After being like not just the best small forward, but one of the best forwards full stop. Yeah, he kicked a really late goal, mm. <clears throat> which kept one of my multis alive. Like just at any time. It was I, like a dollar six. Yeah, I think that the idea is that you have to put all your attention into him. Yeah. Because you will get off nights from Danaher. Yeah. And you'll get off nights from Hipwood. But if you can fucking lock Charlie Cameron down, you give yourself a real shot. Can I, Eric Hipwood, Bob, how the hell did he score himself a seven-year deal? <laughs> I, I am dumbfounded, dude. I don't I don't even know if he's in, how many other clubs is, oh, man. Yeah. A starting ten and a half forward, so four goals on the weekend. Yeah. It was pretty nice. No, no, I know that, but it, as a whole, like seven years for that guy. Yeah, it's really difficult to fathom, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. When you'd think that, um, I mean, Kerno seven years makes sense. Yeah, of course. Yeah. 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 It's kind Even of Mackay obvious. makes sense. I don't see Hipwood winning a Coleman. No. No. No, not really. Maybe a French Open. Is he just Is he just a, <laughs> an older Thilthorpe? Maybe, uh, yeah. You know, an older Giant Miss? Is he just in the same category as these guys? Maybe, it's yeah. It's like, you're probably going to be the, at best, yeah. fifth or sixth or yeah. maybe top like the 10th best key forward in yeah. your era. Yeah. Is that worth a seven year deal? I'm not sure the, the answer is yes. Mm. Um, but yeah, Joe Danaher has been consistent without being remarkable. Yeah. But Hipwood's just, yeah. You don't know. That, that's the problem I've got. You never know what you're getting with him. Yeah. Never know. And freeing up McStay hasn't, uh, or getting rid of McStay hasn't freed up their forward line in massive ways. No. But I suppose he was surplus to needs. Yeah. That's yeah. why they were happy for him to go. Yeah. Um, let's turn our attention back to West Coast. Sorry, yes. Yes. It's got, um, got this here. Uh, so that's their fourth 100-point loss this year. And I think they've had six in the last 14 months. Yeah, I saw their average losing margin. Was it the last 30-something games? So the last, yep, since the start of last year, yep. is nine goals. Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Yeah. North Melbourne supporters would be stoked. Oh, my God. We're not the worst team of this generation now. Yeah, you're also not getting Harley Reid. Yeah. So. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it really sucks because Harley <laughs> Reid, yeah, North are crying out for Harley Reid. That said, man. To join Wardlaw. That said, they might be the worst it. team of this generation still. If West Coast get Harley Reid, now I don't think West Coast fix it next year. No. Not to the point where they're at like seven or eight wins automatically. Yeah. But if they get Harley Reid and they go to five or six wins because they fix some shit, yeah, a, a lot of this is still based on injury. Yeah, yeah, like a lot. Yeah, so that so can that turn can, it around quickly. That can change in one yeah. off season. So they might just go from these historic lows and two wins or one win mm. back up to six wins and thirty point losses. Yeah, um, at that point they've already already more successful than North because their absolute rock bottom decline mm. is attributable to things outside of their control. Yeah, yeah, in terms of injury. Yeah. COVID, illness, North didn't have that excuse. No, no. So with with West Coast, the situation at hand with Adam Simpson, if you're, uh, that, are they just waiting for him to quit? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't want to pay him out. He's contracted until the end of 2025, dude. We spoke about it earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. 
is it 1.8 or something he would be owed? Yes. It's like a fair bit. It's a lot. And so here's my issue. And they have to take that out of the soft cap. Right. Yeah. So I was thinking about this. New coach. There's been some talk about a new president or is it? Uh, what's CEO. Nisbet? Trevor Nisbet. Right. Yeah. CEO. Oh, did you see that weakest piss statement from the president last night? No, yeah. No, no, Jesus, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that just achieves nothing. No. No accountability. Nothing. No. Um, so a new coach, a new CEO, a priority pick. Out of all these possible fixes, I'll tell you what the one thing would, would work. Mm. This is the richest club in the AFL. Yeah. But they're not allowed to use that money. Yeah. To drag themselves you know, out of a fucking pre-dug grave. Yeah. They're six feet deep right yeah. now and they could spend their way out of this, but the AFL rules don't allow them to. No. Nah. Have we got it wrong? Is the simple thing to say, yeah, the AFL had to give Melbourne not only Paul Roos, but the money to pay him. Yes. Yeah. If we just say to West Coast, you can have soft cap release relief yep. to fire Simpson and hire a new coach if that's what you think the answer is. Yeah. If that's all we tell them, they're, they're spending their own money. Yeah. As an opposition it's fan, no I have, yeah, I have zero issue with that. And North just got soft cap relief so they could employ Brett Ratton full time. Yeah. Tell me what the difference is. Mm. It's just the dollar amount. Yeah. But the difference really is mm. that North get a fucking handout of yeah. $10 million a year from the AFL yeah. and West Coast do not. Yeah. So, so the government don't hand out money to failing businesses. They don't. They no, just don't do that. Yeah. Because yeah. the reality is that the ones that, yeah, they- they fail. Like yeah. you get the same discount as everyone else. Not That's a, on you. You're accountable for that. Right. Yeah. So West Coast, uh, essentially, if we just let them buy out Simo using their own money in their own bank account mm. and then hire someone else using their own money in their bank account, no one else suffers. No one. No one has no. to pay that financial penalty. But the whole of the AFL, now I know it's not and much. And their members would bloody hope that they use that money correctly like Right. That. Yeah. I know it's not much money, but the rest of the AFL just paid for Brett Ratton to coach every game for North Melbourne. Yeah. That is more egregious than what I'm suggesting. Correct. In my opinion. I, I completely agree. So let's forget about priority. Why don't we just give them the soft cap relief mm. and say, go to work. Yeah. If you need to hire some people, hire some people. Mm. And we'll give you a temporary dispensation for 12 months. Yeah. The AFL can't afford to have their richest club down the bottom either. No, of course not. God, no. Neither can the Waffle Commission, who technically run yeah. the club. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They run both clubs. Yeah. So they're kind of lucky that Freo are mildly successful. Imagine if they were both shit. Mm. Remember those years, uh, say six or seven years ago, Brisbane yeah. and Gold Coast stunk. Stunk. Yeah. Football in Queensland was struggling yeah. big time. Yeah. So yeah, they're kind of lucky, the Waffle Commission, but um, <clears throat> I would personally give West Coast a priority pick. I know that probably sounds crazy. Yeah. But I th think we just can't let this continue. And I heard Jared Waitley. I'm really like, after listening to him today on, on several topics, I don't understand what this man's agenda is. Yeah. He tried to suggest that the, the lowest of Melbourne's lows only went for 12 months. Oh, the Dean Bailey. Yeah, the Dean Bailey year, he called it. Mm. No, no, no. What about the Mark Neal years? I was, dude, I could, as soon as he said it, I'm like, 12 <laughs> months? 12 months, yeah. What are you talking about? Six dude? years, I reckon. Like that, it was back to back years of being on their fucking knees. Yeah. It felt like West Coast. Yeah. Well, I still was, remember it. You guys beat them by 140 100, points. Yeah. I was 141, maybe? Yeah. yeah. At the G. Yeah. And that was it. It yeah. was like, a, okay, now we really have to do something. Yeah. They lost by 186 points to Geelong. Mm. 
<laughs> Jesus, dude. They kicked 38 goals, I think, Geelong. Jesus. <laughs> it's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Dane Bailey was, I think he was sacked in the rooms, man, that day. Yeah. I think Jim Steins was really ill at the time and he just walked in there and said, thanks, man. It's not working. Yeah. So, yeah. Fair? Yeah. Fair. Mm. So West Coast are trying to take a different route. I'm not sure. I wonder what the backroom conversations between them and the AFL are. Because you're right. The AFL don't want this to continue. No. But no. you've got to do something. Yeah. Well, it's the equivalent of Richmond or Collingwood doing this. It's funny because post-match, I was uh, talking to our mate Mike and I said to him, if I was West Coast, I'd be controlling the narrative by talking about, instead of letting the conversation be about Simo, just drop the the phrase priority pick somewhere into your um, explanation post-game. Yeah. yeah. Go out there with Simo. And say something like, I'm not sure if the, you know, the mechanism is a priority pick or whether it's some, yeah. something else or whether it's something else and let that hang in the air. Let everyone else talk about the priority yeah. pick for you. Yeah. Cause right now they're talking about, you've got to fire him and you've got to do this. And you and the reality is that Simo just has what he has. Yeah. He doesn't have his best team and he's miscoaching them. Mm. He's got, even when he does have his best players, half of them are just back from injury. Yeah. And then half of them are going straight back out. I saw a telling comment from a West Coast supporter. I'm sick of the lack of effort from Dom, from Dom in inverted commas, from Dom one kick to find my career sheet. And and Andrew, Andrew, I punch kids. It was Andrew, oh. I punch kids and I'm the outside player of outside players gaff. He that is, is an angry, angry fan, man. Yeah. Yeah. And um, do you hear Scott Cummings? You, his take? He goes, it's just a bunch of dudes playing for cash. Um, and not uh, a bunch of dudes playing for cash and not with it, um, and pretty much playing without care for the jumper. And I'm, that's look, I'm not sure that's fair because so like, they're playing the, the playing for the jumper part. Uh, I'll never believe that. I think, I think whoever pulls on an AFL jumper is playing for that jumper, mm. but um, but there are degrees of that, yeah, there are degrees of that, yeah, yeah. Um, look at Ryan Griffin, your dog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're obviously playing for. Playing for cash is obvious. So is yeah. everyone in the AFL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless you're a Geelong player, in which case you're playing for an extra acre per year. Yeah. But How dare you and I? I mean, we just work for cash. What a disgrace. So, we're so, you're only at this job for the money. <laughs> yeah. How dare you? No, I'm a forklift enthusiast. I pull this high vis on because I love this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm neon green, baby. <laughs> it's such a ridiculous statement. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, yeah. they were handed those contracts because as we've discussed, it was mm. the premiership window yeah. factor. Yeah, yeah. And then that was wrong. Mm. That's not their fault. Yeah. They got it wrong. Geelong got it right. Yeah. Yeah. More or less. Yeah. Um, One last thing. Would you give them a priority pick? Yes. Would you give them... At what at what point in the draft would you slot Late them first rounder. Mid, so, for, mid, mid to late first rounder. I'd give them a mid. Mid? I'd yeah. give them pick like 10. Like a pick 10. Yeah. yeah. I like that. It can swing one of either way, but you can also trade it. Yeah. They could trade it along with someone to alleviate salary cap and get good young players back. Yeah. They can also have Norton for Oscar Allen too, please. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) They're not making that. No, I'm joking. Um, No, but um, yeah, I'd I'd give them a priority pick for sure. Uh, Do you take, you're the list manager at West Coast. Yeah. Are you just taking Harley Reid or are you going to trade pick and get a, get three or four first rounders. Um, I think three or four. Yeah. Have to. Because yeah. when you look back at their draft history, yeah. 
they've just brought in some guys who they've like Jinbi. Yeah. Um, Chessa the year before, like some guys who they're saying they think they can be good. Yeah. But there's a long period of time there where they don't have a top 10 pick and it yeah. kind of stretches back to Andrew Gaff being like 2011. Yeah. It's a long time ago. Pick 10. Yeah. And then in recent years, they've grabbed a couple who are not that good. No, no. Nah. So, mm. so if I was them. I think it's a win-win for clubs. Uh, I think if, if West Coast can get three or four inside the top, Inside the top 20. I'd want three in, for pick one yeah. this year. Yeah. I'd expect three inside the top 15. Yes. Yeah. And that's a win for them because they, yeah. uh, if they if they draft correctly. So we saw Port Adelaide do the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Now, if we say, oh, we're going to give them a priority pick, mm. better. They might get two picks inside the top 10 yeah. and the priority pick. Yeah, huge. And they'll get what Essendon got, yeah. ended up getting. Now, we didn't get it in the same fashion, but, mm. you know, what do we yeah. have? Eight, nine, 10? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a club like Hawthorne or North Melbourne who are crying out for a generational talent, uh, another generational talent in Harley Reid. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I don't know if I'd deal with North though because you're just trading pick one for two. They're not going to attach anything to it, North. No, no. So you've got to find a a way to make things work. Um, If I was your mob, I'd be seriously inquiring to the value of Tom Brass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And whether you can get him across. How long have I been saying that to you? And if you had to trade... So this is what I'll do this off the top of my head. Yeah. Like a three-way deal. Yep. Where you send Aaron Norton. Yep. To Hawthorne for their first round pick. Yep. Maybe you get something else like a second or something. Yep. Or uh, you swap seconds or some deal. Yep. But you get that first round pick and you on trade it for Barras mm-hmm. and you'll get back West Coast second. I'll do that. Deal. So you'd get, yep. You'd give them pick three. Yep. That you'd get Barras and like pick thirty uh, odd, whatever. No, it wouldn't like be thirty odd. It'd be nineteen or something. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no shit, second round. Yeah, yeah. first pick of the second round, no which shit. is great for you. Yeah, you get back. That's a darn good deal, mate. So they get pick three for Barras. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. but they haven't had to move off pick one yet. Darn good That's deal. That's how you go and get three picks inside the yeah. top ten. Darn good deal until Bevo starts playing him at full four. But would you? <laughs> <laughs> so, but you guys don't suffer there. No. Hawthorne no. can have a, instead of getting another kid, here's yeah. a guy who can make an immediate impact. Yeah. Fixes a lot of your forward line problems yep. immediately. Yep. I think that's a good deal for everyone all around. Forget Great deal. what you value. It's just the the value of Tom Barash to the Bulldogs yeah. is the equivalent of a first round pick. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and 100%. the value of Aaron Norton to Hawthorne is the equivalent, in my opinion, yeah. to a top five pick. Yeah, Jones and Barras, and then Lob and Lob Hagen get more space. Mm. More and time. I don't think I don't think on a normal draft night Tom Barras is worth pick three. No, but if you do it like that, yeah, it makes sense for everyone. It does make sense. It's a uh, it's a win win win. Yeah. Mm. So yep. you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Yes. Norton goes out. Yep. Key defender and like pick 19 or 20 back. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fucking good, man. Yeah. That's a good deal. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. What the it fuck won't do happen. we know? Yeah. It won't happen. <laughs> it won't happen. No. Well, it no. won't happen. But, you know, Norton doesn't have to move. Barras gets to get out of a fucking disgraceful situation. Like mm. Norton can live in the same suburb or you get my point. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't have to leave Victoria. Works for everyone. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, I didn't actually even watch the Hawthorne Suns game. I watched the start and I'm like, oh, Gold Coast suck. Hawthorne kicked the first three. Yeah. I think they kicked five for the game. Yeah. So, yeah. Whack. Absolute demolition job by the Suns. The response that, uh, well, Gold Coast were better than what they put up against Carlton. Yeah. 
clearly suffered from some post-buy, um, whatever this post-buy effect is, mm. it's real. It is real. And they suffered from it and they responded. Yeah. Give me the numbers, Bob. <laughs> well, so far, so on the weekend uh, of the six clubs that had the buy the previous week, five lost. Yeah. Um, that's the second time in a row mm. now that that's happened, uh, essentially. So we were, um, we're up to 10 losers from 12 teams to have had the buy. Mm. However, the two winners were playing against teams who had shared a buy with them. Yeah. So there had to be winners in those games. Yeah. We spoke about it last week, St. Kilda, Sydney. Mm. We also pointed out that it was the worst skilled game of the year. Yeah. Then Adelaide and Collingwood had shared in a buy. Yeah. Now, if you're a Collingwood supporter, you're probably, and you're arrogant. Oh, you could see that we we felt it after the buy. Like, yeah. We let Adelaide get a look in. Yeah. And Adelaide's inaccuracy in the first quarter that ultimately probably cost them the game. Yeah. They might say the same thing. Mm. So neither team was at their peak. So yeah, 10 out of the 12 teams to have had a buy have lost. Um, it really kind of created a bit of a logjam around the ladder this week. Now that all the buys are done. The ladder's fascinating. The teams from 5 to 14 are separated by two games. Yeah. The thing that I'm sort of looking at is we've got a bunch of teams to come back and play. Yeah. This week. Are they going to be affected by the buy curse? Mm. So... Richmond have had the bye. They're playing Brisbane. You'd think that's probably a loss. Yeah. Where? I believe it's up there. Mm. In fact, it is up there on Thursday night. It's at the Gabba. Yeah. So you'd think that's a loss. Yes. North have had the bye. They're playing the Crows. You'd think that's a loss. Yeah. Your boys, the Doggies, are playing the Dockers. If North were playing Vermont this weekend, it's a loss. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you guys are hosting the Dockers at Marvel. Yeah. Now it's a 50-50. It is, yeah. But I'm glad we're hosting. They played pretty well, the Dockers. Yeah, yeah. Because it was so obvious they'd had their bye the week before. Yeah, yeah. Us. It was yeah. obvious. They looked yeah. they looked ready to go. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that game. Uh, Port are playing the Bombers. That is at the MCG. That's, if the bye curse is a thing, mm. then that game's 50-50. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Blues versus the Hawks. I'll put that one down as a 50-50 as well. Yeah. I'm expecting a bit of a Hawthorne response. Yeah. And then the Giants are playing Melbourne. That's probably a loss. Mm. So I'm I'm tipping that we get at least four losers out of the six teams that have just had their buy. Yeah. Like not all, all of those 50-50s won't break towards the buy teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of what I'm suggesting. Yeah. So it's a real thing, but how else do you do it? Because teams want the buy, but they're obviously suffering immediately afterwards. Yeah. So- this has been heavily discussed because it's gone for a month. And we we, we, we spoke about it last week. How it's, we did, It's not yeah. great. But yeah, I mean, it just makes sense to have everyone have a week off. The Hall of Fame Hall of Fame nights this week. Yep. Why not have a week off? Hall of Fame, maybe TAC Cup, Carnival or National Championships. Maybe even start the Women's League. Sure. Yeah. Like all these different possibilities. Could make it. I mean, Andy Marr was just going off before on radio about it, just saying that you know we could fill a week up and make it this big celebration of football. Yeah, Hall of Fame night. You know, under 18s state of origin. You know, anything could just fill that week with anything and keep the game purring. But there's got to be commercial reasons. Yeah. So and that's what Gazy. 
Gazy's response was, you know, I don't understand. Like you say, to Channel the Seven, Channel Seven wouldn't want that, wouldn't they? But then Channel Seven would get the rights to the other stuff. The other stuff, man. Which might not draw as many, but some of the fixturing means they're not drawing many TV. They can't be drawing that many TV viewers anyway. Nah. And I hate to tell them that the reality that I don't watch any games on Channel Seven. No, I'm not seeing any of their ads. No. So no, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> do you ever watch them on Channel 7 or do you just I've watch never watched it on free-to-air since <laughs> I was – I've always had Foxtel my whole life. Yeah. 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 I grew up with Foxtel. It's so weird, isn't it? Yeah. It feels like, you know, they're such sticklers for the habits of a generation that's about to be over. Yeah. Yeah. That it's they're, they're not your primary consumers anymore. Mm. We just want to stream it. And if you could run it off the 7 app, I'd fucking stream it off that. Yeah. And when I do see it on just Channel 7, mm. their promos are shit. They're terrible. Like, it looks shit. Yeah. The whole, yeah. Commentators are shit. Um, I actually watched our game with the um, volume all the way down. Yeah. Because, well, at a certain point in the game, I turned the volume all the way down. Yeah. Yeah. This is a quote. This is browning around stuff. Oh, here we go. At some point in the game, yeah. Daisy Pierce said, Nat Fife is having one of the best nine touch games I've ever seen. <laughs> I was, I was like, excuse me. Just turn Clearly, it. never watched Cyril Rioli play. It footy. was the first thing that popped into my head. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, what are you talking yeah. about? Cyril Rioli played like 200. Oh my god, of man. the greatest. Yeah, nine disposable games. Um. This is so. This is what the one of the best. Charlie Cameron. She said it again when yeah. he got like his tenth touch. But yeah. Actually, I had the volume down. Mike called me to be like, "Did you just fucking hear that?" <laughs> and so I'm on the phone. I yeah. can hear his commentary in the background, and she says it later on as well. Yeah. Um. Here's <laughs> some of Nat Fife. Uh, now he was good. Yeah. But he was good compared to what he's been dishing up this year, mm. which was not a high bar. Yeah. Was um, it still better than Dyson Heppel's best? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I don't know, man. You Probably. Tell, you tell me. <laughs> this is Nat Fife's numbers from the night. 19 touches. Yep. Um, 11 of them contested. Mm. Nice. Nice. Um, what else is important? 68% efficiency. Um, one intercept. Yep. Four score involvements, four marks, five clearances, four tackles. Gee, he's about to win his third round, though. Dude. <laughs> now, some of his- Whatever, man. Some of Whatever. His, yes. There were there were players that had 17 touches that had a better game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like Luke Jackson was maybe the best player mm. or impactful. Um, Even was, a banged up Dangerfield puts up better numbers than that. Yeah. Yeah. She said it was one of the best, best. Yeah. yeah no, no. Now, unless I slightly misheard and she said one of his best nine touch games ever. Yeah. That's also not true. Yeah. But I, I hand on heart. She said one of the best nine touch games she's seen. So yeah, volume all the way down. And I tell you what, when the volume was all the way down, I actually didn't mind the footy. Yeah. yeah. Some of the, I can't, I can't do the commentary no. at the moment. No. It's, it's killing me, man. Um, Freo, that was their first. That was their first or second in like 19 games where they've won a first quarter. Yeah. yeah. You, did you watch the game? I watched, yeah, I watched patches of it. Yeah, yeah. we dominated them and yeah. couldn't convert. Yeah. yeah. So they got real lucky in that first quarter. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, sh- they should have f- lost. Yeah. It. Four, four goals and four behinds from center bounce. It's most, most for the year um, for them. And the 
most for the year for them. The first time they've done it in five years. Mm. And um, the AFL average is one 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 goal two <coughs> from centre bounds. So that, that's yeah. Well, ours is about. Of course, of course, your mum had to cop that. <laughs> you know, no, I tell you what, yeah. it was. We just we were not equipped to deal with the Darcy Jackson combo. Yeah. And you and you you called that straight from the get go last week. Yeah, you told the me game. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, as soon as they said Sam Draper was in doubt, I'm yeah. like, well, we're fucked. Yeah, fucked. Yeah, big trouble. Um, we played a we played a seven game ruckman yeah. to try and cover Sean yeah. Darcy in the middle. Yeah, it didn't yeah. it didn't work, man. We had Andrew Phillips who actually did a really good job. Yeah, early on, leaping up, but we don't have a hulking key back either. No, we don't have a Harris Andrews or a Jacob Weedering no. or anything like that. Um, and so when Luke Jackson went forward, it was really hard to contend with him aerially, and mm. he made us pay because he's so athletic. Yeah, so he was he was very good, Luke Jackson, but Sean Darcy was. His, his disposal wasn't great, but his tap work was fucking phenomenal. And yep. that meant they smashed us around the footy. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. isn't Luke Jack, hasn't he arrived in his Freo career? Far out. Yeah, looks yeah. like it. Like, they're going to cause a lot of teams a problem. Mm. Teams that don't have... You need one very high-quality Ruckman. Yeah. Or you need two good ones mm. to contend with them. So what's the problem with Melbourne then? What do you mean? Well, they're just... Oh, I'm, I'm not getting... A lot from them. Okay. We'll get to them, but... No, no, no. Yeah. We'll get to them right now. I just wanted to point something out about um, how lucky Collingwood have been in terms <laughs> of the lack of Ruckman is a, is a, de- it's a deficiency for them, yeah, right? Of course, yeah. So they just got past Adelaide. Riley O'Brien was pretty good, although I know Mason Cox kicked his couple of goals. Darcy Cameron was okay in the Ruck in the last quarter. Yeah. He helped them to some center bounce goals. But after that, before that, sorry, West Coast... No Ruckman to speak of. Yeah. North, well, it doesn't matter what Todd Goldstein does because the rest of the team is shit. Yeah. Carlton, no pit net at the time. Yeah. Giants, I think that was Briggs' first game. Yeah. Maybe second. Sydney, they didn't have Hickey. And then you get back to that first Adelaide game. So every time, every time they've played against a team with a Ruckman, they've been challenged. Yeah. Against us? Yep. Super close. Against St. Kilda? Super close. Yeah. Against Brisbane, they got smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the start of the season is what it is. Yeah. yeah. But every time they're playing a team that's got a top line Ruckman, Collingwood are really struggling to win those games. Amazing. I actually think it's still a flaw in their system. Yeah. They just haven't quite realized it yet. Yeah. But they will. Yeah. It's going to be a problem. Melbourne. When, when Lysette destroys them in a prelim. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd bet on Lieutenant Lysette to destroy anyone. No. <laughs> but um, fuck me, man. If he has a day. Just a bloke who cuts him off on a freeway. All right. Big angry man. I went through this literally last night because I was looking ahead to some more bets about the top four. Yeah. Melbourne. Mm. I'm going to read out the rest of their fixture. Yep. And you just tell me win or loss. Yep. Based on current form. Yep. Yep. Okay. Giants in Darwin. Win. St. Kilda at Marvel. Win. Brisbane at the MCG. Oh, win. win. Only because it's at the MCG yeah. and Brisbane's record. I think it's still a mental thing for Brisbane. Yeah. So I'll say win. Adelaide at the MCG. I'm going to say loss. Interesting. After what I saw yesterday. Richmond at the MCG. Lo- oh, you're, oh. you're being fucking ridiculous right now. There's not yet. Yeah. What are you getting win. sucked win. into about Richmond? Win. <laughs> Richmond. Like- well, apparently Josh Gibkiss is going to be as good as Nick Dacos. So. 
I've got questions about Melbourne's forward line. Serious questions, yeah. but they're better than these teams. Yeah. Um, then North at Tassie. Win. Carlton at the G. Win. Hawthorne at the G. Win. Sydney at the SCG. Win. So okay. maybe lose one game for the rest of the year. Yeah. That's where they're at. They've yeah. done their hard work. It's already done. Yeah. So Melbourne are fine, mate. Yeah. They're perfectly fine. Yeah. They've really just added Salem back. Max Gorn missed like a month. Mm. They've not had Oliver for like three to four weeks. Yeah. They're fine, mate. They're yeah. in the pocket. Yeah. You should be like other teams should be really concerned about how good these guys are going to be. Mm. Because all those games are winnable. Yeah. Just a question of how many do they actually tick off. So I think it's of those 10 games, I think it's a minimum of eight. Wow. So that's top two for me. When I look, when I, when I go across, cause so many, if they beat Brisbane, yeah, they just need a couple of other results mm. where those other top teams are playing each other to fall their way, which. So they I, could get, they could get a home. Genuinely top two. Yeah. So they could get a home qualifying final against possibly Port and Brisbane. And they'd win both Port or of those. Brisbane or I, I Collingwood. Or Collingwood. Yeah. As fucking wild as that sounds, Collingwood's last three weeks yeah. is I'm gonna to say tough. Yeah. Well Port Port are my premiership favourite right now, as we stand. Yeah, so Collingwood still have to play some good teams. They still have to play you guys at Marvel. Yeah. They still have to play Freo. They have to play Port at Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Then they have to play the Cats. They have to play Brisbane. Mm. And they have to play us. Tricky. Tricky. That's that's all within the last like five or six weeks. Yeah. That doesn't look like Melbourne season. No. <sighs> yeah. I, no, uh, this is not done. This race for the top position, this race yeah. for top two, it's not over. Mm. Brisbane are the one that are likely to not get there for me now. Yeah. So I'm actually almost prepared to put a line through Brisbane winning the premiership. Oh, they... That, oh, nah. I completely agree. They've got the team. They've got the talent. But... I, yeah, without wins at the MCG, I just, yeah, it's almost. I put a line through them when they lost to Hawthorne, dude. It's just not good enough. Not good enough. But, that, but that, it was a, it was a post buy thing. Yeah. So, okay. you know, and everyone suffered from that so far. So yeah. I, I don't know what to make of that. Okay. But if they have to face Melbourne or Collingwood in a qualifying final at the MCG, they're fucked. Yeah. Yes, they'll get a home final, but I don't know, man. Mm. Playing a home final again, and the the Gabba's nasty, right? But then yeah. you've got to come play a prelim in Victoria. It's yeah. it's a guaranteed you'll have to play a prelim in Victoria. Yeah. Or you'll have to go to the Adelaide Oval. Yeah. Those are the only options. Terrible options, both of them. So you're at the, you're at the G <laughs> twice in yeah. September yeah. just to get to a grand final at the G. Yeah. That's fucking disastrous for them. Disastrous. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, no for Brisbane for me this year now. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did like them. They were one of my hot tips for the year. Yeah. But oh well. Um, what else did I have to... Oh, we didn't even talk about Geelong. Geelong, Melbourne. Melbourne. It feels so yeah. long ago. It, it does. Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Um, brilliant Geelong, I thought. Yeah. That's that's the win they needed. It, I mean, desperately. Um, yeah. And I, for some for some un- reason, unbeknownst, I, I don't think they can win it, but God, could they frighten some teams in September. Yeah, I'm yeah. with you. Like, they could still make a prelim. Uh, yeah, they they do still have to worry about making the finals. Yes, of course. And yeah. I really thought that. But if they get in there, fuck. At the start of the fourth quarter, real wild I was card. like, "Oh, Melbourne win this from here." Yeah, yeah. So a little bit of brilliance. It was yeah. ten minutes. They kicked five goals, Geelong, mm. and that was the game. Has it become? Has it? Do you agree with the the take? Oh, I forgot who it was from, but the that like they'd be a mile off without 
the the strong contribution while they've been so vacant in the middle with without Guthrie and Dangerfield that the the input from close Gary Rowan and Ryan Myers over the past month like they've been really important to them like they've had to play they've had to play football above themselves to just and they haven't even won some of those games yeah but that okay yes yeah that's also the reason they can't win at all yeah because the way you just phrased that, yeah. playing football above themselves, yeah. it's obvious what type of players those guys are. Yeah. That's why they can't win at all. Mm. They're not They're not going to string games together for long enough. Yeah. Now, Brad Close had a very good game. Yeah, he was awesome. But yeah. I've never seen him play like that before. No. He had some games last year when Geelong were red hot, couldn't miss with yeah. a ton of goal assists and stuff like that. Mm. Kicked a few himself, fine. Brian Myers is maybe the worst set shot in the competition Yeah, for the quantity that he gets mm. his goal assist stuff's really nice yeah his um, iq failed him on thursday jesus we spoke about that oh my <laughs> god man how do you not see a six foot five key defender in the goal square staggering harrison petty was like oh you're dribbling that cheers it, dude it, it was the decision <laughs> to pl- it was the decision to play that on. and play on yeah. yeah yeah he was i think he was terrified yeah. of his set shot goal kicking and he's on his favorable right side yep like yep jesus there was Christ. a lot going if you on don't have confidence play mm. yeah jesus um, and gary rowan has been good yeah he has yeah mm. Yeah. Which after last week, I was like, well, he won't do that again for three months. He kind of... Oh, he's been so good. He's like, you know what, Jeremy Cameron, we don't fucking need you anymore. I'm just going to nail you. <laughs> oh, bro. <laughs> Jesus, dude. Oh, I felt sick for him, dude. Look how more... He right. was mortified, so Gary how do you, was. How do you feel about this conversation? Which I think it's ridiculous, but it is an interesting hypothetical. Yeah. The... Why isn't that suspendable? I don't know. But you know what's so funny? David King this morning... Captain, he's a, the captain of the Headknock yeah. Society, of the anti-Headknock Society. Yeah. And he goes, oh, look, Jared, you know, accidents happen in our game. Oh. So let's talk about so this. So you and I spoke yeah. about this. And yeah. I said to you that by not citing him, yeah. we admit that accidents happen. Yes. But if he was in a Melbourne jumper, are we looking at three weeks? Absolutely we are. Yeah. Because he has no awareness. Yep. And he doesn't take responsibility for his duty of care no. to the player yep. in his vicinity. Like there's all their tricky fucking language. Mm. And when it, it, oh, he, he braces now in like last year, you'd be like, he just braces. And what happens after that yeah. happens. But this year, the brace means nothing. No, you're just as guilty as if you'd fucking tucked the arm in and jumped off the ground. Yeah. That's, that's what's been happening. Yeah. hundred percent. So it's, it like in my, Soul, it sounds ridiculous to suspend a bloke <laughs> for hitting his own player. Yeah. But the philosophical point is the decision not to cite him or suspend him is because we accept accidents happen. Yeah, which and goes that against rule it. is not applied to someone who's your opposition. Yeah. And I'm dumbfounded by that. Man. Yeah. I'm dumbfounded. Yeah. It's a massive problem in the game. Because that we've been suspending guys for accidental contact, not oh, incidental. We're, we're suspending blokes for three weeks for winning free kicks, Bob. Oh. <laughs> that I mean, it's that's crazy. Well, they're like Sicily, yeah. first guy ever to be suspended for three weeks for winning a free kick. Yeah. It is ludicrous. Ludicrous, man. That is a what com- a mess. It's a comment in isolation designed yeah. to elicit emotional response, but yeah. it is such a great point. Yeah, that we have. Yeah, we've fucking lost the plot. Yeah, um, yeah. But Jeremy Cameron, I was like, oh, you going to the shadow realm, son? See you later. And then, yeah, the next day, fucking posting. Fucking- it's on the paddock, mate. <laughs> we got the Bonnie going. Oh, bought a nine. Because he was out before he hit the ground. Yeah. And he goes, I love it. He goes, look at that, eh? 
I've only yeah, I've only told a couple of the boys this, but I'm showing you all now. 1965 Land Rover, not bad, yeah. not bad. Absolute hunk of shit. <laughs> yeah, like it's a cool. It's cool. It's a cool yeah. farm car, but a hunk of shit. Would it yeah. cost too much too? Would it cost too much? Probably. Yeah. Oh hey, dear. Um, I was meant to bring it up before when we were talking about the Coleman leaders. Yeah. I was hats off to him when they um showed the top five. Nick Larkey has kicked 39 goals in that North team. Yes, he has. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah. So good on him. Mm-hmm. Nothing more to add. <laughs> no, he's been doing okay. I mean, yeah. He's, yeah, he's their only target. Their only target, yeah. The thing that's impressive about the other guys. Well, they probably have 30, average 30 to 30 to 40 inside 50s, if that. And 100% of the time they're looking for Nick Larkey. Almost certainly, <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing that's impressive is Taylor Walker's alongside two of the most exciting small forwards yep. in the comp. Mm. And he's also out there with a couple of other big boys. Fogarty's yep. been there most weeks. Thilthorpe mm-hmm. is there some weeks. Yep. He certainly was on the weekend. A lot of goals from midfielders. Right. Yeah. Charlie Kerno's alongside Mackay. Yeah. That's a tough, you know, it's tough to stand out that much. Yeah. Jeremy Cameron's obviously alongside Tom Hawkins. Yeah. Um, so Toby Green is the other super impressive one. And Oscar Allen's on 35. That's In awesome. a historically shit team. That's awesome. So that's probably slightly more impressive to me. Yeah. Yeah. Considering Darling's been there too. Yeah. Um, Is he their most untouchable player, Oscar Allen? As far as like, if you're West Coast, you're not even, you're not entertaining losing that guy. No, no chance, man. No. He's sacrificing way too much of your future. Yeah. And they've spent time on him. Yeah. They had some faith and it did look like. Because he'd be 23 now. I wrote him off a little bit last year. Yeah. It doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. But. Yeah, he's really he's really pulled it together. Yeah, he's such a big dude. Yeah, yeah, really imposing. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Mitch Lewis is the other one. Yeah, oh, I love him. Yeah, yeah. He's um, had him two or more. Ticked it off in the first quarter. Yeah, he's averaging nearly three a game. Yeah. So forget the uh, Coleman, just the the goals per game average. Um, he's he's top five. Yeah, he's Sen- awesome, man. Yeah, sensational year. Oh, the last point that I had to make about that Cats D's game is I actually thought that Melbourne did a lot right. Yeah. Um, I thought they really kicked themselves out of potentially winning that game. Yeah. But their forward line, man. Mm, it's a problem. The Might fact, cost them a flag. They're relying on Pickett and Fritch to kick about six goals combined a week. Yeah. Just to have a chance. Yeah. I hate that. Mm. Like, I hate it. Yeah. And I know that we pump Bailey Fritch up like a blah, blah, blah. Mate, he has not played next to a genuinely quality key forward for the last, I'm going to say, six years. Yeah. Uh, actually, has he ever played next to a high quality key forward? No. He's so played imagine- next to Ruckman floating forward. Yeah. And then the list is like Tom McDonald, Ben Brown, Sam Wiedemann, like guys that are yeah. a, a no. Josh Shackey for a few games. They're yeah. all no's. Yeah. Imagine plunking Tex Walker in that. Forward 50. Uh, He's winning the Coleman. He's winning the Coleman. Yeah. No question. Yeah. And Petrarca and Oliver would have a field day feeding him the footy. Yep. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Petrarca was enormous. Enormous. Mm. Yeah. 33 a goal and I believe around 10 clearances as well. Yeah. Oliver will get out of rehab. I mean, um, get out of. (laughs) Gee, Mitch Cleary is in a bit of trouble. No. Yeah. That's what I read. He's in hot water. For doing what? Reporting, uh, reporting that reporting that's a possibility. That, 
could be getting surgery for a deviated septum because he's smacking so many yeah. bags. <laughs> There's some wild rumors going around. There's about a lot him. of Clayton Oliver rumors. It's hard to know what's true, but I've yeah. heard, I've heard the same. It's truer story. than the Jake Bowie finger in the ass one that went around about <laughs> eighteen months ago. <laughs> are these rumors or are these your weekend stories, mate? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, uh, I heard the same story about Clayton Oliver from separate yes. parts of my life. So did I. And yep. eerily similar. Yep. So either there's like a fucking 4chan or subreddit where they're sharing this info that everyone reads and I don't, or that's yep. what's happening. Yeah. Yep. So interesting. Mm. But uh, And you'll still win the brown <laughs> I hate, to, I hate nah. to say it, mate. The catalyst. Yeah. The catalyst is a female. So just remember, fellas, bitches ain't shit. <laughs> hose and tricks. <laughs> no, no, no. It's... Uh, who knows what's really going on with Clayton? And yeah, I um, uh, hope he does bounce back. But no, I did- we're better. We're we're better. Off, we're better for him being on the field. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, love him as a footy player. He won't be the first young guy to go through some strife. But I did share um, with you and Patty in the chat group. I went back and looked at the articles about his hammy. Yeah, and oh, a bit of investigation. Well, did you not see how suspicious they were? Yeah. As soon as he did it, it mm. was Clayton uh, Nam because it was back then. Yeah will be without its star midfielder, Clayton Oliver, indefinitely after injuring his hamstring. Yeah. And then we fast-forwarded the next week. Yeah. And in a shocking twist, Clayton Oliver may be available for selection. Yes. And then he ended up being out for more weeks. With an infected blister. Yeah. yeah. And then this week, they were post-buy and they said, oh, no, his hammy's still not okay. Yeah. So we've really gotten a five-week hammy. Mm. Where they use the blister as an excuse pre-buy, and now they're back to saying it's the it's really yeah. confusing. An actual fact that he escaped, that he went for a run. You're about to say escaped, escaped, <laughs> escaped hospital. I don't think you can escape hospital. Depending on what type of hospital you're yeah, in, you can. Right. Yeah, you can escape. Anyway, Shutter that- Island, starring Clayton Oliver. <laughs> Oh, it was him all along. Clayton DiCaprio. It was him all along. <laughs> Petrarca standing behind him. Wearing a fucking Pretending top Pretending to be a detective. Yeah. <laughs> oh, too While good. still uploading delicious meal ideas for the common person on TikTok. Um, oh, I had something to say. And in Jack, in general Jack fashion, I have forgotten. Yep. Anyway, if I... Uh, rejig my mind and go back we'll go back to it well how about we take a quick break yeah give you time to compose yourself and yeah uh, yeah when we come back we can look at the tips and preview the round ahead lovely hey there fat side family jacko and i want to thank you for supporting the program and listening every week we'd love if you could jump on our socials give us a like and of course make sure that if you're listening through spotify that you hit that bell button so you get the pod as soon as it drops fresh every single week We will be here every round of 2023. Thanks again. Let's get stuck back into it. And we're back. We are back. And while we were off 20 minutes ago, um, while we were talking about the situation with Clayton Oliver, has been a report that uh, he's set to miss a little bit more football with his hamstring. Uh, They reckon another one to two weeks has been listed as the injury. So suppose we're going to have to keep watching this space. Um, at the moment, it almost feels like it might be extended in a fortnight if the rumours are true. Well, they even they, they cited mm. um, 
social media rumors of illicit drug activity. Yes. Yeah. yeah. As well, um, which Simon Goodwin furiously denied. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which um, the- so did John Worsfold in two thousand and five, but I'm not cracking yeah. jokes here. But you know we've been we've we've seen this movie before, and o- other than I Charlie- really hope it's not true for Clayton's sake. But yeah, same. Yeah, but other, other than Charlie Sheen, has yeah. there ever been a human being who hasn't furiously denied the drug rumors? No, no. I mean, you just I take my anti-inflammatories to the casino as well <laughs> <laughs> in a Ziploc yeah, bag, yeah. already crushed up. <laughs> Dude, that was the worst excuse I've ever heard yeah. in my life. Incredible. Yeah. It's so but it makes bad. sense from a guy that's just admitted on his new podcast a few weeks ago that he shit himself on his first day of school. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there you go. All hail the duck. Um, I have remembered what I wanted to touch on. Yeah, go. And um, it actually has to do with the guy that was involved infamously in 2005, 2006, around seven. Uh, ben Cousins, Bob. Another another milestone in his recovery. He's now reading the sport for Channel 7 News Perth. I think that's absolutely terrific. Good on you, betting boy. So I uh, thought I'd send a special nod out to one of the one of the better players I've ever seen. Yep. Um turn he's turned he's clearly turning his life around. Um and it's been consistently good for a couple of years now. So power to I him. I think he got himself a good woman. Yeah, I think which I think. can make a world of difference to some fellas. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah. Yeah, full credit to her as well. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure what her name is, but Ever since he's sort of been on the turn in the right direction, yeah, yeah, I see images of I've seen like pictures of them at like you know what like yeah. events or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think I think I read something about she deserves a lot of the credit, yeah, for what's going on. Yeah, so. he looks incredibly healthier as well, happier, mm. and um, yeah, he's got a really nice gig. So hope- mate, he looked pretty healthy running around on shard, winning. I mean, yeah, of course, yeah, he, yeah, was yeah, do- yeah. he was doing all right. <laughs> <laughs> Being healthy was never his issue. No. No, he was the fittest bloke I've ever seen, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, hey, a little bit of other news via the uh, Dylan Friends podcast. Yes. A little quote from Dimmer. I'd be lying if I said I couldn't see myself doing it. He's talking about coaching again. I love it. I miss it. I've been out for two weeks and I wanted to miss it. Yeah. Um, anyway. I love how you, you you had to reiterate that he was talking about coaching. Yeah. Cause He's not talking about um, going on dates with female <laughs> staff. <It's> Physiotherapists. <laughs> or leaving his wife. I miss it. I love it. <laughs> nah, nah. Um, you said you said before that it's clearly it's clearly been a personal tactical move to have a break before um, signing inevitably at a new club. Yeah. The yep. writing was on the wall at Richmond. Yeah. I think everyone, even the most ardent Richmond fan could realize that the dynasty was over. Yeah. The question was rebuild. Yeah. And in year, was it year 14 he was in? Yeah. Something yeah. like that. Been there for a while. It's tough, man. Mm. There's only one coach that I know of in my lifetime who's been able to do that after that long. Yeah. And his name is Kevin Sheedy. Yeah. And he did it twice after yes. that long. Yeah. But it's really difficult mm. to be to be at a club for that long and yeah. then- Start from scratch. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. If you were to put your money on it, West Coast. Not Rich- happening. No, West not Coast West Coast. Not no. Richmond. Um, not Richmond. Not um, Richmond. <laughs> <laughs> what am I on about? He just left Richmond. Port Adelaide or Gold Coast? It's, it, I just. I don't like can't... either of them because I like I like how. I think Hinkley and Juice stay for mine. How can Hinkley even be in the conversation? It's disgusting, dude. There's, How they haven't re-signed him now. All right. So there's 10 rounds to go. Yeah. 
Let's. <laughs> Has he earned a two-year extension for you? At a minimum. At a minimum. Yeah. That's what I think as well. At a minimum. Because, I mean, we're looking at that. We're literally just having a chat in the yeah. break, laughing about how Ollie Wines is a role player now. Yeah. The young core has come alive, mate. Yeah, yeah. And he's doing this without Georgiatis as well, yep. who's another important piece of the young core. Yep. His captain's in the twos. Like, Todd Marshall is the better for... Charlie Dixon has impact. Yeah. But if I need goals kicked... Yeah. Todd Marshall's the better forward. Yeah, for yeah. And Finn Layson's been amazing. Oh, a great a great addition. Yeah. Really nice addition. Yep. Um, but yeah, Butters and Rosie and Houston and they've yeah. still got Dersmer and Willem Drew and I mean, yeah. the list just goes on and on and on. Even some of the others, like that Jed McEntee looks all right. Mm. Yeah, so. Um, so Port don't have the easiest run, but I'll go through it really quickly. They've got yep. Essendon, Gold Coast, Carlton. Easily could be three wins in a row. Yep. Then they've got Collingwood. Then they've got another showdown. Oh, oh, a couple of big weeks. The week after that, Geelong at GMHBA. Mm. So that's a tough stretch. They could, let's say they lose all three. Yeah. Then they've got the Giants, the Dockers and Richmond. Yeah. They're winning two out of those three at a minimum. So we've gone from saying that they could win uh, three in a row to let's say they lose three in a row and then win two out of three. They're going to win five more games for the rest of the year. Yeah. I don't see how that, that certainly doesn't knock him out of the top four. No. There's no way that should cost him his job. No way. So sign him now. Yeah. They said August. Yep. You can't judge him on whether he wins or loses a prelim. Yeah. You cannot do that. David King seems to think he can. That's so unfair, man. How's him saying the other week? Oh, that's not a high bar, Jared. What do you mean making a prelims are not a high bar? If they thought that they wanted Dimmer and he was the type of guy to get them a cup, a la... Ross coming across yeah. to Freo, Freo or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then maybe. We've got a good coach, but we can get a better one. Yeah. yeah. We can get a grand, fo- we can get a premiership yeah. coach. Yeah. That, But he's the only piece on the chessboard, Damien mm. Hardwick. Yeah. Now there's a lot of connections there, obviously. Yeah. So it's not, it's not crazy, but fuck, it's such a high risk maneuver. Ken's overseen the development. He not only was part of the group of, um, leaders at the club that picked this young core. Yeah. He's been there and developed them. Yeah. And almost never put a step wrong. Yeah. They all love him too, dude. Of course love they love him. him. Look at how they're playing. Yeah. I just, love I, him. I can't make an argument for why you should get rid of Ken Hinckley mm. unless you think that it's impossible for him to win prelims. Is there a club out there? Is there a club out there that might just swoop on him and it, it just, everyone will be like, oh my God. Your club. Yes. Thank you for saying that. Your club should. Yeah. Mm. I, I I think it was halftime of the North game. I hashtag in capitals on the Bulldogs Instagram, hashtag Cold Dimmer. And I had quite a few likes from fellow Western Bulldog supporters. So I'm not the only one out there thinking, hey, can we at least give him a ring? Because a bloke like Damien Hardwick might look at the Bulldogs list and go, yes, I'd like this job. If... Yeah, I think you guys should think about Dimmer, and if they fuck up and sack Ken, you should... I mean, you should just drop Bevo. Yeah. You'll have Regardless. two very good coaches on the table. Yeah. yeah. Both that have overseen um, game styles that include a lot of handball. Yeah. So they're going to take your system, mm. the, the skill development of your team, yeah. and just adapt it. Yeah. They don't have to... They're not reinventing the wheel. Yeah. It's just, just adaptation. Mm. And uh, I think, yeah. yeah, they could turn you into a juggernaut. Yeah. 
a Carlton considering Damien Hardwick? It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. I'm, uh, yeah. A North Melbourne considering Damien Hardwick if Clarkin, Clark, Clarkin. Clarkson's not coming back. Clarkin. Clarkin. How is he not coming back, though? The only way he's not coming back is if he ends up getting found guilty or yeah. something. Yeah. But um, the longer he's. Hasn't absence... that just escaped the news the last three of weeks? Of course it has, man. Yeah. No, I know he was taking time off for yeah. what was said to be mental health. Yeah. To try to alleviate some of the pressure. That's totally warranted. Yeah. But Alistair Clarkson's the type of guy that I wouldn't be shocked if they panned to the crowd at Lords during the week and he's just sitting there watching cricket. Jeez, that's bold. <laughs> Imagine that. That's pretty bold. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Clarko thing's weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Because yeah. we've heard nothing. Nothing. No. So it's take as long as you want off, but I think North are happy for him to keep taking time off. Yeah. And I assume he's still getting paid. Yep. Brett's doing a fine job, I suppose, with them. Mm. They're not winning, but they're competing. Interesting. Yeah. So it is, that it is an interesting conundrum, the coaching one, but we went through this merry-go-round last year. Yeah. And it turns out we were wrong about a whole bunch of them. Mm. Like. A Chris Scott, is Chris Scott thinking about a fresh start somewhere? I'm stunned that he isn't. Yeah. If they miss finals, watch him pull a dimmer next year. Yeah. And be like, mm, shit. It's like, yeah, mate. Yeah. You had the run. Mm. Um, the record will say you won two flags. We all know you really only won one. Mm. Um, but yeah, if I was you, I'd, I'd get out of there while your value's still high. Yeah. So a lot of clubs you could go to as yeah. well. Richmond mm. being one of them. Yeah, well, absolutely. Richmond yeah. being one of them. It does seem weird though. We talk about how coaches might just go through the merry-go-round. The, the typical thing is the coach gets sacked. Yeah. They do fuck all for a year and then they get a job. Yeah. Or yeah. they go be assistant and then they get a job. Yeah. Yeah. But some of the the um, the prop market for the next Richmond head coach, mm. Scott McWalter at like a dollar sixty. I've got a feeling they're going to stick with him. We said it the other week though. Brendan Gale's not stupid. No. You know, like was the fans he- want. McWalter. But was, was he being groomed as an understudy or was he just the lead assistant coach? There, Maybe. There's two different... Maybe. You know, that's two different things. Mm. Because um, Kingsley was the fucking lead assistant coach for years and it took yeah. him a lot of interviews to get this job. Uze routinely fails. Yeah. So does Ash Hansen. Those guys are lead assistants and can't get the gig. Yeah. Justin Lepich was like third in the voting. Yeah. Yeah. Is there a world where John Longmire is considering... A break. He's been at Sydney for ages, man. I think he's got. I think life's probably pretty good for Horseman. Yeah. So I, I don't know the answer to that. Mm. But uh, and they're clearly happy with him up there. I mean, this is man. He's taken them to four, three or four grand finals and won one. He should be. They should be very happy with him. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And he's regenerated that side nearly twice. Yeah. 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 I. I know he doesn't have the the hardware. Yeah. Like others, but if you were. I mean, at the in terms of active coaches, he's yeah. the Greg Popovich of the AFL. Yeah. Well, he turned that North job down quicker than I've, you know. I don't know. Quicker than you say no to a side salad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, double chips, thanks, love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Quicker than I've ejacked watching, I don't know, Bond's highlights, Ben Stokes Henningley. Uh, rare admission from the umps was the other story we saw while we were taking our break. Yeah. Um, Andrew Dillon admitted they missed the Jordan Dawson free kick at the end of the game. Yeah. Brave and stunning as you, <laughs> as you described it. The brave and stunning decision. Yeah. To admit that they don't normally do that. The AFL. No, 
Shows you how egregious that missed free kick yep. was. Tried to say that the umpires were not in an advantageous position to see them. Well, why yep. the fuck were we told four of them would fix this stuff? Yeah. Then, mate? yeah. He was leading up at the football mm. 30 metres out from yeah. goal. <laughs> this is not hemmed on the boundary line mm. in a pack. Yeah. This was one-on-one. Anyway, very, very, very confused about that. The um, the Pies decided to bring out the uh, conversation that they'd had a few weeks ago, apparently with the AFL as well, Yeah, about rescheduling a couple of their fixtures. Yeah. They want their match against Brisbane, which mm-hmm. is scheduled for Marvel, yep. to be moved to the MCG. I wonder why. No fucking shit. And their match against uh, Frio, which is scheduled to be at the MCG, moved to Marvel. Yeah. Now, in terms of crowd numbers, yep. I understand it. Yeah. It also gives them a huge tactical advantage. Yeah. I really don't like that they tried to pull that. So arrogant. Like, who the fuck do you think you are? Well, then why the fuck, if they get away with that, why doesn't my team, I mean, why doesn't my team calling the AFL and being like, we would like to play Geelong at the MCG because there's a blah, 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 blah. You know, the reason Geelong will never do that is because they've got this enormous tactical advantage to play at what is a VFL standard ground that just happens to have enough concrete seating to house 35 fucking Bogan locals. Yeah. It's, I messaged you when we were watching Thursday Night Footy. Yeah. And I was like, oh, the, the breathtaking views of concrete behind the goals. It is a disgrace. No good. That footy is being played there. Yeah. And it's been going on for years now. Yeah. Since COVID? Yep. And they still haven't, there's a massive problem with steel supply for that. Um, yeah, it's been delayed like it's twice not fit, now. It's not fit for purpose, man. No. It's not fit for purpose when it's fully built. It's just gets enough people in. Yeah. Yeah, but the yeah it needs serious work. It can't be when we're arguing over whether Tasmania Stadium has a roof on it or not. Mm. We've got this shithole as part of the competition. <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Yeah. It's a it's a fucking disgrace. Yeah. So, and yeah, biggest home ground advantage of any team in the AFL. Yeah, because it's just not. It's unlike anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm in a mood because my team lost. That's yeah. all. All right. Uh, I'm in a mood because my team didn't play. I'm in a great mood. Yeah, be, fucking watch them. So good. <laughs> um, all right. How's he on the tips? Four. Yeah, I got five. Five. Nice. Uh, Melbourne was the one I got wrong. Melbourne, I got wrong, and I will have to double check my other wrong tip. Yeah, I didn't tip my team. You probably tipped us, did you? Oh yeah, you you fuck yeah 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 I tipped you guys yeah yep. Melbourne and Essendon yeah right in front of me. Um, but yeah, pretty decent, um, weekend for tipping pretty decent on the punt. Actually, I had a half decent weekend. Very nice. So let's see if we can replicate it again. Brisbane versus Richmond at the Gabba. Brisbane. Yeah. Brisbane by about three goals. Yeah. They're a dollar 35. I think that's probably a great price considering their Gabba form. Yep. I sort of struggle to see how they're going to lose to a Richmond side that, Jesus, it pains me to say it, but they're coming off the bye, and I just think that that's an overriding factor. And even before the bye, that St. Kilda game was kind of sloppy. That Frio game was kind of sloppy, and I know those are wins, but yeah, really unimpressed with the their month of wins before that. Mm. I just don't, I don't rate them, and I don't, I don't know about this charge towards the finals that some of their fans think is about to happen. Yeah, not sold. I'm going to say Brisbane by 38 points. Nice. 
Sydney versus Geelong at the SCG. Uh, Geelong by 80 points. <laughs> <laughs> nah, just going off the last. Uh, nah, Geelong, but um, certainly by a lot less than their last previous last two previous outings. It's, it's like earlier when I was at it, I really don't know what that win by Sydney says about them. Yeah. I really don't. Yeah, I still don't rate them one one bit. Well, Geelong are $1.80 to win that game. Yeah, it's great value. Now, there's going to be no Jeremy Cameron. Yeah. So that does make life a little bit tough. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Geelong at $1.80. Yeah. Against what is essentially a bottom six team. Mm. Because post-Sydney's win, they were like, oh, they've jumped up to 11th. And I was like, yeah. calm the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, calm down. Uh, like Frio were yet to play and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then obviously they weren't able to maintain 11th. They slipped back down to 13th. That's yeah. all the other results. Where they been. belong. A hundred percent where yeah. they belong. You're a bottom 16 this year. That's just what it is. So to think that Geelong are that price for a bottom, against a bottom 16, amazing. Yeah. Um, I'll say Geelong by, say, four goals. Yeah, nice. Nice. Um, Adelaide versus North. Yeah, Adelaide just smash North at Adelaide Oval. Smash. Yeah, smash. 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 Yeah, 70 yeah. points. Tex is in red hot form, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, 70 points. Yep. Um, oh, 70? Yeah, yeah, they'll smash him. Fuck me. I was prepared to say, like, maybe 40? The, this That's North, okay. This North team has been competitive. Yeah. Or do we add a little bit of mayo because it's post-buy yeah. for them? Yeah, yeah. 70, fucking hell. Okay, I think I'll... Um, <laughs> it's so much. Yeah. All right. We'll lock, lock and load that. All right. Doggies versus Frio. How about I enter my tip and then you tell me how my summation is. Yeah. Um, the fact that you're $1.43 probably tells me that their record at Marvel isn't that great. Mm. They beat us there last year. <laughs> oh, did they? They did. Yep. Okay. I think that they fucked up earlier in the year with the lob thing. Yeah. They fucked up big time. Yeah. And I think and they, we smashed them because yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. And they know that now. Yeah. They're, They've publicly said that there'll there'll be no attention given. Mm. Yeah. Now we didn't play our best football, but if we did, that game's still like a 50-50 against Frio. Yeah. We're as trustworthy as each other, to be honest. I think this game's very 50-50. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you're actually quite strong. Favorites, where you're a dollar forty three to their two eighty three. Yeah, I've got three dollars here with points bet for Freo. Jesus, dude, ah, it's not a bad price. Yeah, um, I'll be taking either team under twenty four and a half. Nice. Yeah, That's I'll, I'll tip the dogs just because I'm desperate for us to win. Yeah, I'll give you the home ground advantage. Yeah, um, but fuck me, man, it's a it's a nail biter. Yeah, that's a dollar ninety a piece almost for me. I think you deserve to be slight favourites, but a dollar ninety to two dollars, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Ten, 10 cent. I mean, we just watched them. We just watched Jackson and Darcy have great games. Jaya Miss was okay. Yeah, Alex Pierce did a good job on Peter Wright. Like they've got the pieces to cause you guys trouble. Mm. They really, they really do. Yeah. Um, maybe it just comes down to Bontman. Yeah. I mean, the last game before. Well, they haven't seen Tony Scott and Oscar Baker yet, so the last game. Before, Jokes on. Oh, you guys have got the <laughs> buy. Actually, that'll flip it for me. I'm yep. going to tip Freo. Yep. I'm going to say that you're not better than any other team that's suffering the, the post-buy curse. That's a good point. They've just come off a pretty good win. Yeah. I think that's probably pretty reasonable. Yep. I'm going to tip the dogs just because. <laughs> yeah. But um, I totally understand what you mean. What's the what's the points line in that game? 15 and a, I'm going to take Freo at the points line. Yep. It was plus 15 and a half. I think that's a great bet. Very nice. All right. 
Pies versus the Suns up there. There is a world in which I can kind of want to, like I want to tip Gold Coast because mm-hmm. Collingwood are due, surely due for a team around that middle part just to upset them a little bit, but I just can't. So it's Collingwood. So is what if my theory, I'm wondering if my theory holds up. They're about to face Jared Witts. Yeah. Now we'll see. Mm. We'll see what your midfield can do. Yeah. How many goals are you going to kick from center bounce clearance now? Surely took Miller's not far away. I, it feels like it's been forever. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not going to win the tipping comp, so I'm going to tip Gold Coast. I'm going to bet on Collingwood. Yeah. But I might tip Gold Coast. I'm yeah. with you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Essendon versus Port Saturday night. MC. And that's no disrespect to Collingwood. No, They're all. just due. They're due. Yeah. They're yeah. due to lose a close one. Yeah. yeah. And I think Gold Coast is still trying to make a push for finals. Yeah. I don't think they can get there, but yeah. they're trying. Yeah. Mm. Essendon versus Port MCG. Saturday night. I'm going to tip. Oh, fuck, man. I've tipped Port. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. They're just a, they're probably the most informed team in the comp. Yeah, but you really gave it to them up there. Mm. And I think you'll oh, give yeah. it to them again. We you'll could have clearly give it to them again. They were very inaccurate yeah. up there. They were like, I think it was 20-something points. Yeah, yeah. So it probably looks a little mm. better than what it was, but we fucking served it up to them for a bit at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, yeah. I'll tip Port. Yeah, I think Port's a good call. I'm going to take Port for the win in my multi-straight win. Yeah. Uh, all right, Hawthorne v Carlton. This kicks off a, a just a slate of high-quality <laughs> Sunday games. Hawthorne v Carlton. I'm looking at this and I'd like almost prefer to watch New Zealand Warriors versus St. George Illawarra, honestly. <laughs> Fucking terrible Sunday of footy. Um, I'm going to tip Carlton after what Hawthorne just dished up. But Carlton, Carlton for mine are fascinating because I think they take so much out of that Gold Coast win. And take it into the buy. Yep. Such a poorly timed buy for them. Yep. But I, I think, agreed. But I think they gain enough confidence to go again, and um, they'll look at Hawthorne as a massive opportunity. And to still do no so. Sicily. Yeah. So Carlton for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's Carlton for me too. Um, very tempted to say that they suffer. Two weeks ago, I'm tipping Hawthorne though for sure. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So the only question is, is there a post buy hangover that affects Carlton? But mm. Helps when you're playing like a bottom three team. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, so yeah, I might. God, take... they're glad. I bet they're glad they're getting Hawthorne and not Port this week or something. Jesus oh, absolutely, Christ. Uh, all right, Melbourne, <laughs> Melbourne versus GWS. Yeah, what an absolutely thrilling contest! <laughs> I can't wait. I said this to you before. How's the Sunday? Um, Hawthorne Carlton at the MCG at one ten. Melbourne Giants in Darwin at three twenty. And then it finishes off with just, uh, I mean, scheduled to be game of the round, really. But, all right, Melbourne GWS, how do you see this one? I just can't believe St Kilda get to train at Optus Stadium. (laughs) Yeah, they got an open training (laughs) session, 4.40 Optus Stadium on Sunday. Paddy's shitting himself, dude. (laughs) You know what? Okay, you know what's super disrespectful? Uh, I'm tipping Melbourne for what it's worth. We don't need to touch on it. The Eagles versus Sydney. Yeah. We talked about this. The yeah. Eagles were paying fifteen dollars yeah. versus St Kilda. They're paying after that loss. <laughs> they're paying ten dollars fifty. <laughs> he must think we shit on him for no reason. Yeah. about his footy team. But they just showed they they showed a graphic of the the five largest margins in AFL history, and I think Saints feature in two or three of them. 
Of course. On the wrong end of them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor bastards. <laughs> uh, Melbourne, yeah, all right. We'll take, yeah, Melbourne. We'll, we'll yeah. take Melbourne. We'll take some Toby Green brilliance to keep them competitive in that yeah, game. Yeah, maybe two or three stress balls for Kingsley. <laughs> Uh, need some of that. Uh, what did what did Dimmer say he was on? He said he was on like the THC, uh, <laughs> the cannabis oil. Calm him right yeah. the fuck down. Yeah. yeah, get some cannabinoids into you, Kingsley. Yeah. yeah. All right. How much does St Kilda win this by? Uh, oh, they'll flog him. Yeah, forty plus, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. taking them for forty plus. I'll say they'll win by seventy five points. Yep. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Um. All right. So the multi this week, mate. Brisbane head to head. Geelong head-to-head. Yep. Adelaide to win by more than 15 and a half. Yep. I've taken Frio at the line of 15 and a half, so that has a fair bit of risk in there. Mm -hmm. Collingwood head-to-head, Port head-to-head, Carlton head-to-head, Melbourne head-to-head, and St. Kilda 40-plus. So if our tipping's on point... Yep. Which it hasn't been. (laughs) Which it definitely hasn't been this year. That's a lovely uh, power play to... Nearly $44. Nice. Nice. It's a nice one. Yeah. So I'll be hitting that up. Um, Chuck your wallet on that, ladies and gents. (laughs) But of course, gamble responsibly and ask yourself, what are you really gambling with? Uh, We didn't do player of the round, but we had already talked about this. Yeah. We're both in agreement. It's Jordan Dawson. Yeah. It's the sex god of Adelaide himself. Jordan Dawson. And Dawson's Creek, baby. I just, what would it have done for his career? Mm-hmm. Had he been awarded that free kick rightfully and kicked a winner and gone on the back G. and slotted it, yeah, that would have been two in the last fifteen months. He'd be on track for an Adelaide statue at some point, man. Yeah, uh, no, sh- no kidding. Yeah, man. Yeah, like he's a captain who wins games off his own boot. He's going to be all Australian. He's yeah. threatening all Australian captain if he keeps playing like this. There's yeah. so much going right for this guy. And Mark Rashido might just be the one to present him with his Hall of Fame at Adelaide and just say. Tell you what, guys, this guy's a good player, right? He was pretty good. He was pretty good. <laughs> if the CTE has anything to do with it, he'll be standing outside the stadium saying the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to a bunch of pigeons. I hope they um, get Andy McLeod involved. I've only been Adelaide once. You won't be talking to that many pigeons. Because <laughs> I am the pige. Oh, here he is. The fact that I was saying to you before, like the fact that Sydney got rid of Jordan Dawson, got yeah. rid of, yeah. I mean, they let him go for yeah. some cap space. Oh man. It's going to be one of the worst decisions ever. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be right up there because we talk about- That sad, pathetic club. <laughs> <laughs> some players that got let go that went on to be great players. He was already yeah, uh, all Australian caliber yeah. player, in my opinion. Yeah. But, like, when Chris Judd came back to Carlton, like, there was stuff that got exchanged there that works out for absolutely fucking everyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? It's very... Well, West Coast got their Hall of Fame key forward. (laughs) Hall of Fame key forward. What did Geelong end up claiming as their get out of the Gary Ablett move? Um, Jeez. I don't think Jordan Murdoch was. (laughs) I'd have to go back and look at it. Yeah, we'll we'll have to research that. It wasn't Cam Guthrie, was it? Maybe. I think it might have been yeah. Cam Guthrie. Yeah. Gee, that's all right. And then maybe one or two other bits. Yeah, so that's all right. Yeah. 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 I don't even know what Sydney got for Jordan Dawson. Oh, they did. They got Angus Sheldrick. Oh, what the fuck ever. Yeah, man. The kid had a good game last week. Against West Coast? Yeah, he trained No, well. no, no, the week before. Oh, no, nah, the week before. Week before, I think yeah. he was okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll see. 
Yeah. Remains to be seen. Look good on the track on Saturday. Yeah. But yeah, I just think it's uh, Alir Alir playing at Port and uh, Jordan Dawson being essentially a match winning captain at another club. Yeah. Um, I heard them on radio banging on about um, how good a crowd, considering against West Coast, how good a crowd they got at the SCG. No shit, dude, because they knew they were guaranteed four points. Yeah. Of course you're going to go and watch your team win when you know they're going to win. Well, what are they calling a good crowd? Um, I don't know the number, but it looked all right, and they were saying on radio it's a pretty decent, pretty healthy Sydney crowd. I'll look it up for you, mate. You yep. know how good I am at looking up this stuff that's pretty it. fucking quickly. Whiz bang, 31,000. Gee, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, it's not too yeah. bad. Yeah. You know that uh, I was actually looking at West Coast numbers because I thought, oh, geez, the competition won't be able to sustain, like, them losing all these members at uh, home matches for so long, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you know how many they were getting to home games just before the bye? West Coast? Yeah. Yeah. Against Collingwood? Yeah. Have a guess. How many me- how many people turned up for that? 50,000? That's that's not too bad. It was yeah. 42,000, basically. Yeah. That's amazing, dude. How good is that? Yeah. For being, like, historically shit in yeah. your club's history, the Essendon game was the week before, so yeah. they had two games. How many do you think they got to that one? 45? 39, 39. Those are great numbers. Yeah. They're awesome. fantastic numbers. We need to we need this club back up and going again. Yeah. Because you're gonna get 50 there every single time they play. Yeah. Oh, it's not an empty seat in the house. No. Uh anyway, I think dinner's here, mate. So let's go let's go tuck in. What do you reckon? Nice. Sounds good. All right, thanks, mate. No worries, mate. Ba- uh, a baby update. No baby as no of baby. Yet. No, no. Ali's still Ali's still cooking him, so yeah. Still in the oven. But uh yeah, hopefully out soon. There's a Nazi joke I'm going to leave. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, mate. See you, mate.